This is Katie. And this is Derek. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the break room. What's up, what's up? This is Derek. This is Katie. And welcome to, to the, the break, break room. room. Yo, the bell is rung. The door is open. Have a seat. Pull your chair up because we got another wonderful conversation today around experiences. I can think when I was a student in middle school and high school, matter of fact, I can go all the way back to uh, elementary school, kindergarten, kindergarten, Mrs. French. Miss French, can you reach name? out to her? Um, I don't even know where she is. Okay, we're gonna find. We're gonna find Miss French. Yeah, Ooh, that'd be fun. I think it was Miss French. Miss French. Yep. Had Miss Bugs, Miss Young, Miss Diggs, Miss French. Anyhow, I remember uh, it was the first time I used a hot plate. Ooh. Come on, we're talking about '86. Okay, this is exciting. She brought a hot plate to class, yeah. and we all made pancakes. Ooh, on the hot plate. On the hot plate. Ooh, that's fun. I mean, this was back with like metal slides. This is the kindergarten, the merry-go-round, <laughs> the monkey bars. I'm talking about kids was like getting broke arms. Yeah, in recess tetanus. Like, we needed oh yeah, a lot of tetanus shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I still remember that to this day. Like making, sure. like uh, pouring the 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 thing on there, and then we would count back from thirty as candy gardens. It was really cool. Right. And then when you got to three, two. One, you flip them, boom, and then we count for 15 on the other side, and then you would go get your syrup, and while you was eating, the next kid was making their pancake. It was so cool. Of course, and you remember it. How I old do. are you? I am 41. I'm 41. And I was five then. Right, so you remember that. Yeah, and I have so many memories just kind of up throughout the years that have impacted me, like, throughout my lifetime. Sure. So, as teachers, like, how important... Is it for us to create experiences in the classroom that will last a lifetime? Well, I think you just nailed it. The pancakes. You remember it. So I do a PD with teachers that I make them think about their experiences in the classroom that lasted a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And then they get so excited about sharing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, think of one in elementary. Yours would be the pancakes. Mm -hmm. Think of one in middle school. Think of one in high school. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Okay, okay, you're going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. Okay, I already have mine. I mean, you're thinking. I'm going to tell mine. Okay. Okay, so... I remember in Miss Rodriguez's class, first grade, we got to do the whole Read Across America thing. Mm-hmm. And we got one day where we got to write, we got to wear our pajamas, and we got to bring a pillow and a blanket, and we got to use a flashlight, and we got to curl up somewhere in the room, and we got to read our book by flashlight. What? Yes. And I just remember, like, I was over by the coats, you know, like in an elementary school where everybody has to hang their coats. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember snuggling into the coats with my blanket and my hot chocolate and thinking it was the coolest day ever. Mm. So that's my elementary. What about middle school? Middle school, I remember having like a meeting of the minds. Okay. And I had to, I had to be a Blinken in front of my. Either be a blanket? No. <laughs> I, had to. I was like, what? It's very <laughs> mystical and philosophical and experimental. B, Katie, a blanket. B, a blanket. <laughs> and you're like standing there like, like, oh, <laughs> like it's. <laughs> I misheard you. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said Abraham Lincoln. Oh, Abraham. That's so much better than a blanket. <laughs> uh, Abe Lincoln? Abe Lincoln. Did you have a beard? Oh, yeah. 
The and hat? I had to, yeah, because you got extra points if you dressed up. Shut up. So I had my dad, and my dad's a big guy, right? I had my dad's coat, and yeah. it, like, went way past, like, my knees. That's and like Yeah, and I had a big hat, and I had a beard, mm-hmm. and I got up and was like, four score. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I remember it. And I remember some of my classmates getting up there. Ooh, what were they? There was a George Washington. There was a... Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. I, and I remember, and we had to guess. We had to be like, that's Dr. King. Yeah. That's, you know. Anyways, it was cool. And then high school, I was on a, I did a mock trial class. Okay. And I loved being the defense attorney. Ooh. I would get so excited to look at my new case. Mm-hmm. And nobody, like there were some people who just like, they didn't want to be the attorneys. They wanted to be the jury. Okay. Because that's the easiest thing to do. Guilty. Yeah. (laughs) And so we were all set up in the library and I took, it was one semester and it was so fun. I loved it. Do you remember, was it a freshman year, sophomore year? Sophomore year. Sophomore year. My elementary for me was pancakes. Um, Middle school was uh, uh, an English class. We had to keep a journal and we would write in the, uh, like, the first five, ten minutes of class. I guess the teacher used it as a way to zero entry into the the lesson plan of the class, beard, or whatever it was. But, boom, sit down, you came in, grab your journey, flip through, flip through, flip through, grab yours, sit down, and um, you could write whatever you want to write. And I had this uh, crush oh. on this, this young lady, and I would write about her in my journal every day. And you got an opportunity to stand up in class and read your journal. This is so romantic. Did and you read it to her? I read it to the whole class, but everyone knew who it was. Like, Oh, like you didn't mention her name. Uh-uh. Like she was sitting there and you're like, She was in class hey, and everybody boo. was like, ooh. And I was like, uh, eyes, uh, deep brown is a field of wheat. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm just going in. That's poetic. It was. And that, I think that kind of struck my interest in like writing and poetry just because I've, like, I've always been creative, like yeah. a creative kid. But get, seeing the response of the people was like, like oh, like, am I good at this? Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. Wait, the rest of the story is, did you, no, did you no. guys get booed up? No, no, no. I was I was not anyone's type in middle school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was four foot nothing. I was super round. I had this high top with this ducktail that was like, and I, I wore this um this hoodie jacket all the time. It was... I was middle school. I was the epitome of friend zone. Like I was the brother. I was you like, were friend zone. I was. She's like, was. listen, I really like you as a friend. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She she went on to have kids and get married, things like that. I don't know that she actually dated like anybody. Mm. Uh, I think she probably did, but I didn't know about because I wasn't part of that crowd. But I how brave of twelve year old Derek to get up and do that? Um, yeah, like that. Um, I think that is kind of like. Uh, that has gone throughout my just getting up, never really thinking I was the best, but knowing I wasn't the worst. And so, like, getting up was never an issue. Okay, friends, teachers, principals, if you are listening to me right now, Derek Sire is one of the most dynamic mm. speakers and facilitators in the world. Thank you, Kate. And that was not hyperbole. That was, that's a friend drop right there. She just kind of... Reach out. He can do he can do him some stuff. I appreciate it. So poetry in middle school and high school, it was choir. And me and 
three guys in middle school got together and we created a, a boy band group. Yes, you did. Called Mystical Melodies. <laughs> Mystical melodies. Mystical melodies. This is so much good tea. And and at the end of our songs, we always like we get up there and they be like, ah. we wait for the crowd to get quiet, and then we had the bass guy. He was like, this was brought to you by, and they'd be like, mystical, 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 <laughs> and they'd be like, melodies, melodies, melodies. And there was a guy that he would go. <laughs> And we did that forever. I'm a fan. Even like, into, into high school, it was like, this was brought to you by. And everybody like, like they just knew it was coming. It was fun. We were the, the people that would huddle around the, the piano in the hallway during lunch. And we were singing and snapping and stuff. It was really cool. Anyhow, that's not the story. Tell me that there's video of this. We have um, a few videos uh, but back then it was like all camcorder. Right. And then once the camcorder got old, you had to convert the camcorder to CD mm-hmm. and then down this, download the CD as a file and then upload it to YouTube to share the link. And so it's, um, it's too many steps and people don't care that much. I care that much, but okay. Anyhow, I remember um, I was just kind of this guy that I always knew if there was something better happening, then I would let the person who was better do it. And my teacher was like, oh, no, you can do it, too. And I was like, oh, no, he's like the singer or he's the person. And I wish I would have, like, embodied some of this adult confidence then. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I'm super um, confident now, like overly confident, but I know, like, my lane. I know my lane. And I'm confident in that in that lane. Anyhow, there's this story called the uh, the pie song. And it was, um, uh, what is it like? Ain't no girl, 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 That was fire. And then you would have one person that would step out and be like, and I like a sweet potato pie. And then somebody else would be like, and I like a lemon meringue pie. And somebody else would come out and be like, and I like, and they would say all their pie. And then they'd be like, there's no girl like the pie that I like, right? It was like, we kind of did this thing. And I remember uh, being selected to be one of the pie people. And I felt so encouraged and so like empowered that my teacher was like, she could pick four out of the the group of guys. And I was one of them. You're, you know, you're a pretty decent singer that you just, you just like showed us your vocals. It's just a little bit, you know, it's I'm not blowing. You know? I mean, it's pretty good. I can hold the note though. I like it. So when we think about like teachers creating these experiences, mm. right? Miss French in elementary school for me, right? Miss Gibbons in uh, middle school, giving us the, the journal. And then Miss Bayouth in high school, who's my car teacher, all of them creating experiences that have like empowered me and, and taught me lessons that have rippled throughout my life. Do you remember the names of your teachers? The ones that created the experiences? Yeah. yeah so Miss Rodriguez uh, in middle school, it was Coach Wood. She was Ooh, my basketball coach. Yeah. She was an English teacher. Uh, and I'm friends with her on Facebook. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? Uh, and <laughs> high school, it was Miss Staley. And Miss Staley, I don't think is with us anymore, but she was just one of my favorites. So when you do your trainer trainer, your teacher training, what's the purpose of having them reflect on these experiences. Well, it's just like, I mean, I'll have somebody say, oh my gosh, I remember, and they always know the name. Yeah. Uh, they created a rainforest and there was like a, mm. there was a rain stick and there was this. And she's like, I don't actually remember what I was learning. Mm-hmm. I remember walking in and having the best day. 
And it's always a teacher. It's yeah. always that teacher. Like you remembered yours. Mm-hmm. It's always that teacher that's created something. And is it, you know, I don't remember the, you know, conjugating verbs or, right, <laughs> like, you right. know, but I remember those experiences. So you can be that for your students. Yeah. Is it a lot of work? Heck yeah. It is. But it is so worth it. Like it pays dividends. Um, so for example, I teach about Anne Frank and we have a funeral mm-hmm. for her at the end. Ooh. So, and I black out my windows. I have a candle for each person in the in the annex mm-hmm. who passed away. And we switch off their lives and we have funeral music playing. And I have kids and I do this in the spring. So I, I already have established yeah. my family classroom. And trust. And trust. Yeah, yeah. I got, you know, six foot four football players bawling yeah. in my classroom. Wow. Because Anna's their friend. I got chill bumps. Yeah. And and so I went to a graduation and he and he uh, one of the kids who's got a full ride scholarship to Houston to play football, yeah. ran up to me. Swallowed you up. Swallowed me up and just said, hugged me and, uh, you know, some tears from him. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, you still making people cry with that, Anne Frank? <laughs> I know. And wow. I'm like, yeah. He's like, good job. Um, so Katie's not 6'4", by the way, for those <laughs> of you that, that cannot see us uh, who don't know. I have nothing. Um, <laughs> Swallowed up. Yeah. <laughs> and I just. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll have kids now because, you know, now I'm old and, and my some of my kids that I've had are adults. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll get tagged in things that say, you know, all it takes is one teacher to believe in you and I'll get tagged in it. Yeah. I'm a student. And it just and they'll remember. I'm like, what do you remember? They're like, I remember I had to I had to memorize a poem mm-hmm. and I and I stood up with the candle of poetry and I recited it and we had hot chocolate and we snap clapped. I'm yeah. like, yeah, poetry lounge. Yeah. And so what, oh, cool. what are you, I have a, I have loads of assignments like that, that, that kids remember how they felt mm-hmm. that day, like the pancakes. Yeah. yeah. And I remember being at a conference with you recently and we were standing at the booth and a kid came, a group of kids came up and she was like, Miss Kidding, do you remember me? And you like, were like, oh my God, like just biggest hug, left the booth, walked down the thing, yeah. found each other on social media. Yeah. Like that impact is amazing. It is. It's um, it's huge. It, and it means, I probably means more to me than it did to her. But yeah, yeah the fact that she was like, Miss Kinder in the flesh. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, they think when they leave middle school that I, I don't know, I disappear into the whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, when they see me in high school or even in college, and uh, I hear from them a lot. It's amazing. Yeah. So I used to be, um, I used to be a youth pastor mm. and um, I was always trying to find these like creative ways to make kids remember stuff. And so I made a um, 12 by eight, eight feet tall, 12 feet long whale. Ooh, is this out, Jonah? Out of, it was Jonah. Yeah. Out of, and, and the, 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 um, the bones of, of the whale were cardboard boxes and I like kind of just like cut them and these bones and I made them stand up and I cover them with trash bags and I put a fan in there and the, like the bags blew up. They got in. They got in the whale and they sat on the floor. That's amazing. And I like had this little flashlight and I was like, and I just started reading and I was like, can you imagine being in this tight place? No food, no water. Three days. You know, like I'm just going through this whole thing and the kids come like, I still see kids now married with kids. And they're like, you remember the whale? No. Yeah. Right 
So like you think about the experiences that we create as adults, as caring adults, as teachers, as educators, as influencers, it's very like we can get the immediate gratification in the moment. But what's more powerful is creating experiences that last a lot that last a lifetime. Yes. Yeah. So um, before we were at the show, um, I said this name and I said it wrong. So I want you to kind of correct me on, on who it is and then give me the quote that you gave me from him. It was Dave, um, Dave Burgess. Burgess, and he said, "Teach like a pirate." Yeah, he well, he wrote a book called "Teach Like a Pirate." The name of the book is "Teach Like a Pirate." What does that mean? Well, he it's an acronym, and it stands for something. Oh, pirate! Pirate, pirate, pirate is, is an acronym. Oh, okay. It's like that, but it is all pirate based or whatever. And um, Dave, I'm sorry, but I'll we'll find <laughs> we'll, we'll do a fact check and I'll say what it. But basically, it's that. It's about experiences. It's about experiences. It's about what can you create for them. That will last a lifetime. And yeah. I got a hold of his book and then I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how can I do this for ELA? Because he teaches history mm-hmm. to juniors in high school. Ooh. And so he's like dressing up as Rosie the Riveter. God Ooh. love him. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Salem witch trials. Like he transforms his room and and it becomes something that the kids remember forever. Yeah. And so then I kind of became like, I became kind of a fangirl of him mm-hmm. on Twitter. I'm like, hey, dude. Like, hey, boo. And we actually became friends. Um, really? Yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> so I went I went to McAllister, Oklahoma to watch him speak. Yeah. And we took like a selfie. And I was like, I want to do this one day. Yeah. And full circle moment, uh, I'm working with McAllister Public Schools right now. That's amazing. And some of the things I've learned and sharing with McAllister teachers, they've heard from Dave. Yeah. And he has, he's been really awesome. He's mentored me and. Uh, and his best friend Adam Welcome, and so yeah, they they were really instrumental in helping my students, and and yeah, it's a lot of work. Cover yeah. those cover those windows, mm-hmm. get the candles out. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. You know, one thing I, I love about you is that not only do you encourage teachers to like find resources, but like you actually do it. Like you go to the conferences, like not to just teach or not to just facilitate, but like. You're a fan. You're a student. Yes, always. Even even though you're not teaching, and you're you're more you're not teaching students, and you're more like instructional for staff and faculty and things like that. Like you're always learning, and you're always dropping book titles and educators' names and uh, ways for teachers to, to get better. Um, and now we got this resource in the break room that's a podcast for teachers. And yes, I think that's really in your book. I mean, teaching truths. I think that's amazing. Thanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Derek has two books, but I only have one. So, that's okay. <laughs> You're gonna have two, though. Okay. You're gonna have two. It's gonna have three. So, of course, we got a question for the bell rings. I know I can. Okay, I can always name. feel when the bell is gonna ring. Me too. Um, we have a question uh, from another teacher, and this teacher says, oh, a "Deep sigh. When does it get easy? Oh, I, I want to create these experiences, and I want to teach the thing, and I want to help the humans, and I want to have the impact. But when?" Katie K, does it get easier? I don't know. You're four. Um, I don't know if it is ever easy. I know that's not what you're looking for, sweet friend, but you can start creating a family classroom in which it's fulfilling. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, classroom management, you've got the high expectations, you hold kids to high expectations, you've got all these standards, you've got to hit every standard, you're feeling over, like at some point, you need to decide what's important to you. 
And that might not be grades mm. every weekend, every Saturday, forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be they were there, they were breathing that day, they get a hundred. That's a win. Uh, that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, and not every assignment, but what can you do to make your life a little easier? Like what? Don't die on all the hills. Right. And I think I've said that before on you the have. podcast. Like you you've got to pick. You've got to pick three. And one of mine was experience lessons. Yeah. I was going to create things for kids that they would remember. Yeah. Uh, so it does get easier in some sense, but is it ever easy? No. Yeah. Never going to be easy, but it gets easier in some places, some areas in some sense. Yeah. So as as Katie always says, we love you. Don't quit. Hang in there. We need you. We need you. Uh, we know the um, turnover teacher ratio is horrendous and it's got worse after pandemic after pandemic mm-hmm. and katie's talked about that before on the on the podcast but dear teacher when does it get easier probably never but in some areas it will but overall teaching is tough yeah and you get better you get better and oh, that's good uh you know post pandemic i saw some things i never saw yeah uh but then i learned how to deal with that and then i mean you you see new things but you you get better yeah, yeah. that's good All right, that's the bell. Thanks so much for hanging out with Katie and Derek in The Break Room. room.